This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan. And today we're talking about a contemporary classical music concert. It's called Jalor Kita Chrita Kita. It's part of the UITM KL PAC Composers Concert Series that's happening at KL PAC. Um, it is happening on the 26th of November and uh, we have joining us to talk about the show, the artistic director as well as composer herself, Adeline Wong, and uh, Johan Othman, who is a composer, research specialist and academic. Johan, Adeline, welcome to the show. Thank you, Shamila. Thank you for having us. Thank so you. this is this is really an interesting concept. So uh, the name perhaps is a bit of a clue. It's called Jalu Kita Chrita Kita. And it essentially features 14 compositions, each dedicated to one state in Malaysia. Where did this idea come from? So this um, started because I had the idea to commission 14 composers to research into 14 states. Well, essentially 13 states and federal territories of our country. So um, it's the first time that uh, the you know the organizer is the Malaysian Composers Collective. We are um, having a research element into composition writing as part of the creative process. So the research or study of the chosen state by the composer will be integrated as part of the composition process. And the aim of this project is to celebrate the rich heritage and traditions of our own country. I was wondering how the um, how the process of putting together the show was. I mean, you're you've got fourteen different composers. You're one of them, um, and then of course the the show is being presented by the Malaysian Composers Collective. Uh, Johan is on board with the research and consulting. So I'm curious about how all of this came together. Um, honestly, there was a lot of um, planning to do initially initially for this process, and I'm very thankful that. Uh, Johan, you know, was one of our very crucial um, uh, planning here when he came in as our uh, researcher specialist here. So essentially, Shamila, there are two phases in the selection process. So the first phase, the composers send in their submission, their chosen state, and a short proposal on their research ideas and how it is integrated into their creative and composition writing. And then we shortlist the composers from this stage. And of course, we also ask composers to send in their um, examples of music compositions so that we know, you know how, how their music is and what their background is. And after we, me and Johan you know, look through the um, proposals, we then shortlist a few composers to uh, submit their works for this, uh, this project. So this is, um, I would say this is the largest scale production that the Malaysian Composers Collective has organized because I don't think there has been a concert where we have 14 composers. So here we have also the performance element and we have two groups of performers and I'm actually really excited about it. So the first group is from Malaysia, the Strings, and they're from a very... um, talented um, pool of musicians from the ensemble Virama. And the second group is actually from Yong Suto Conservatory of Music uh, in Singapore, where I actually teach. What sort of research goes into something like this, Johan? Where did your, your specialty come in? 
Yeah, I, I spoke about um, how uh, the definition of research with Adeline and um, Adeline said to go, go all the way out, go all the way out in terms of uh, share my expertise in research. Um, when we create something, we are usually inspired, it's usually what the term is inspired. So I, um, I speak to the composers, the young composers, and they are all mature composers. We call them young, but they are maturely young, youngly mature. Um, what is what I learned from research essentially um, is to not just to be inspired, but to actually go deeper into looking at what one is inspired by. Uh, for instance, if for for example, to go to Kelantan, if if one is um, composing based on a theme of the state of Kelantan, it's not just enough to um, uh, read uh, about it, but also to immerse oneself into the culture, into it, as, as deep as one can, if, if possibly to actually, uh, if budget permits, to go there and to actually immerse oneself in the culture and to absorb it, really, really uh, understand it uh, more than just uh, on, a, on a surface level. And how and there are techniques actually. I mean, uh, there's no time to go into that here. But there basically there are um, academic techniques whereby you can really, really uh, uh, incorporate all the technical research into the music. So it's more than just being inspired. It's, it is actually a, a, there's a mechanics of going about uh, uh, translating culture of the particular state into sounds. Adeline, before we get into the pieces themselves, um, who are the composers involved? Um, I mean, I know there are 14, even if we don't go into each of them. I think to get a sense of, uh, you know, the caliber and, and the types of variety that you're showcasing. Yes, there is a wide range of composers represented. With the younger generation, we have students. And um, students from Malaysia, students who are studying in Singapore and abroad. So we have... Um, one student from who's studying in US, one from two from Singapore, and uh, one from Malaysia. So you know that's a, quite a variety of a younger generation. We have up and coming composers, you know, who's already come back from um, graduating from their degrees, and now they're starting their career as young um, composers. And also we have established composers, you know, who's already um, uh, been composing and made. Um, their name for quite a while in, in Malaysia and abroad. And also, interestingly, this time we have also composers who have actually um, kind of retired from composition, but would like to now, you know, pick it up again and, um, you know, continue their creative process. So we're really, really um, happy to have such a wide selection of composers for this concert. Adeline, um, you're presenting a work as well. It's called Sembilan, mm. uh, which obviously is inspired by Negri Sembilan. I was curious what that piece is about. Well, I used the word and title from Negri Sembilan because, you know, Negri Sembilan, you know, it's made up of the nine districts. And so my piece actually consists of nine small sections that forms the overall structure of the piece. And the overall structure of the piece is also very much based upon this buffalo horn design that is um, predominantly found on the rooftops of Negri Sembilan, the traditional Minangkabau homes. So you see, you don't really, and also the ensemble, the Chak Lempong ensemble, which is the traditional um, ensemble from uh, Negri Sembilan. So I use instruments from the Western, um, Western uh, instruments, uh, something like the M Glocken, 
which sounds very much like the um, traditional um, idiophones. I also use the uh, oboe, which is uh, quite similar to the Serenai sounds, and of course some membrane drums, the gendang that we hear. So they're all translated into Western instruments. So you can hear hints of that in the piece, but the overall structure of the work, you know, it follows that kind of curve and arch form of that buffalo horn design. Johan, I, I wanted to ask you about this notion of drawing on the different states, because I think there is a tendency to think of Malaysia as a whole, but but even just through Adeline's example, each state actually has such a rich uh, and distinct um, variety, not just when it comes to music, in fact, but even, you know, architecture and art and culture and language. Um, how does one translate all of those different elements into sound and into music? Okay, so uh, Shamila, very, very important question. The thing is, um, every composer, uh, when I was uh, giving a talk about how to do research and incorporate information into the music, uh, I try to be very careful uh, to stay away from being ethnocentric, meaning that um, uh, every composer must have their own way of translating. Um, uh, that gives this project a very interesting uh, uh, nuance in the sense of, you know, there's a, in certain individuality. So, for example, you can put a chakwiti on a table and 10 composers were completely translated in a different way. So, in a way, uh, it, it reflects Malaysia as a, as a multiplicity. Uh, the word Malaysia is one, but I, uh, it's like a salad bowl whereby you have multiple. So translation is both multiple at the same time. Um, uh, all 14 states uh, have individuality at the same time. They all also uh, uh, transcend their individuality. They merge with one another. So how does one do it? It depends on the individual. But basically what I tell them is to... Um, Culture can be anything, can be uh, language, can be food, can be architecture, can be building, can be the people, can be how one wants to incorporate um, uh, what they observe on the particular state. So uh, um, basically, it, there is no one formula, but essentially is to go deep into how one defines um, what Kelantan is, how one defines what Pahang is how one defines uh, uh, the other state is. So we get to hear 14 composers and 14 ways of defining states. So we've been speaking about Jalo Kita Cerita Kita, which is a show that platforms the 14 different states in Malaysia through contemporary music, um, one piece for each state. And that's showing on the 26th of November at the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre. We will be back after this with more uh, from Johan Othman and Adeline Wong. But in the meantime, here's a little taste of what you can expect from the show. This is Laksamana Bentan by Tengku Irfan, which is inspired by the state of Johor. Audacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And I'm speaking today with composer, artistic director, Adeline Wong, as well as composer, research specialist, academic and consultant, Johan Othman. We're speaking about Jalo Kita Chrita Kita. It is a showcase of 14 different contemporary classical pieces that are inspired by the 14 different states of Malaysia. And it features a variety of composers. It is showing on the 26th of November at the Kuala Lumpur Performing Arts Centre. And you just heard there a little bit of Fight for Love by Jiyong Tan, which is inspired by the state of Malacca, just to give you a little sense of what the show uh, was, will sound like. So to pick up on our conversation, Adeline, I wanted to ask you, um, what are we seeing in this lineup of pieces? What sorts of inspiration have the composers taken? What are the different sounds and uh, what are the soundscapes that we'll be seeing in the show? Um, yeah, for each composer, what you will hear is their unique and fresh sounds, which is deeply personal with imagination and freshness and a wide variety of styles and colors. And this word color is very important in this uh, concert because colors to composers are really important because if we move beyond just the melody, the chords and the bass, when we combine everything together, we get the color of the, the music, color and texture. But more importantly is this musical styles and colors capture the diversity of the people of Malaysia who are colorful, contrasting, exciting and refreshing. So this is really a celebration of the people of Malaysia, I would say. Johan, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the distinct cultural features or um, inspirations that we're seeing in these pieces? If you could highlight a few that perhaps you think are particularly interesting that are making their way into classical contemporary. Um, it ranges from uh, nature to the metropolitan. For In Sarawak, we have the hornbill, uh, the calling the call of the birds. Of course, there's many, many words, uh, um, specific words that venture uh, around our, our so-called region. Um, one of the composer, uh, which is a colleague of mine, who picked Sarawak, but in Sarawak, you can pick the, the tons in every state. For example, we have the the, the um, Raflisia, the biggest flower in the world. Uh, um, we have, of course, the, the, the river, um, uh, the, the, the big largest cave. There's so many one can pick from. Uh, there, but interestingly, there is this composer picked the hornbill, uh, uh, the bird, for the bird call. Um, there was one, uh, at Pahang, we have, of course, the um, another bird call also that's based on um, um, the rainforest, okay, uh, Taman Negara. Um, and then, of course, Melaka, we have the, uh, um, the songs, the music, and of course, Adeline herself, she based on symbolism, numbers, nine, and then we have the physical architecture, and we have um, the instrumental association. So every composer have their unique um, association at that particular moment, probably tomorrow, Adeline would write probably a different piece. <laughs> so um, uh, one, one time there was a composer who tried to do, in fact, Chuck, I don't know, Chuck with you, I believe so, or uh, on a restaurant. And then uh, we, 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 we advise to sort of adjust on that. So it ranges. Um, oh, okay. There's one also on cityscapes. Uh, about the uh, the stress of um, um, Johorians crossing the the the, uh, the bridge to Singapore to work. Um, these um, um, societal uh, patterns also can be a source of inspiration. So every state is unique at the same time, very very rich with many many ideas. In fact, you can go more than you know uh, um, one piece per state actually. 
Adeline, you talked earlier about evoking the sounds of Negri Sambilan through um, classical music and instruments. I was curious about that coming together because one would think that something like uh, contemporary classical, which is viewed to be very Western and uses but sounds that are particularly, uh, you know, a very specific sound. How does that work when you translate it into evoking a landscape, uh, a culture that is different and may have a whole different um, idea of sound? Yeah, so that's why, you know, each piece, you know, it's very different. Some composers when you hear their works, they are directly linked to the chosen subject. The reference is very strong. But some works are less direct with subtle hints and reference. So, you know, this um, research into those states, it may not come across as very um, direct, but, you know, for example, you know, you use the architecture. There's another composer who uses the Blue Mosque in um, Selangor as his um, research subject. And I mean, it has to do with how he looks at the structure of the mosque, and this then becomes part of the creative process. So you see, it doesn't mean that you know you're coming to a concert where you just hear traditional um, Malay, traditional or traditional Chinese music or Indian music because that's part of Malaysia's rich culture. But here, composers are reimagining this into their own voice and their own sound, which is actually really important. And, you know, we we take something as simple as perhaps it could be just the shape of the melody, you know. If we don't use the particular scale that we want to use, you know, associated with a more traditional setting, we could take the shape of that scale and that could become the entire piece of the music, which some composers actually have done in this. So it's... It is very um, traditional as well as very modern at the same time because composers are reimagining this into their own voice, which is really important. In fact, it, it has come to this point whereby uh, the tables are turning and still turning, meaning to say that uh, the Western in the turn of the century, they have already evoked um, the, the the non-Western like Balinese gamelan like, into the French music, for example, the Debussy's pieces and all that. The French pieces and Messiaen himself have come to our 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 country to even uh, the French composer have come uh, sample some of our birds here. So um, uh, so this project is super super interesting in the sense of it questions this idea of notion of West East and West East and West. Um, can one take a Western instrument to express a non-Western uh, theme? essence and can one take uh, in fact a uh, 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 local instrument to ex- uh, express like the uh, uh, to express the western theme uh, so it it opens up this this question about east and west's uh, uh, demarcation uh, in other words yes the answer to, to your question yes it's possible to cross to transcend uh, culture in terms of the soundscapes but it, it might it might you know there, there's this um, a purist you know contest between the purists and the modernists but then again, you know, the world actually it's it's only divided by political boundaries, political, cultural, and social boundaries. But actually, it's just one you know one plonk of earth. That's it. You know, I I'm obviously very biased because this sounds very very exciting to me. Just the idea of fourteen different pieces um, inspired by each state. Um, but I wanted to to get you to. I suppose sell the show a little bit, um, particularly to those who may not think of themselves as fans of classical music. How would you how would you invite them to come to this regardless? 
Um, I would say for audience, you should come with an open mind, relax, and let um, just take in the music that you hear and let the 14 composers take you on a musical tour of our 14 states in a colorful world of sound and also rediscover the diversity. Um, I would say, uh, give an analogy, it's just like, you know, we have to update our phone, I- iOS or you know, our, our um, operating system of the phone. And uh, of course, keep downloading apps. So, you know, uh, to expose oneself to new kinds of sounds or different kinds of sounds, it sort of widens our imagination. Uh, it might be strange to us, you know, it might be painful to listen to some, it might be wonderful to listen to some. Keep on downloading new apps, you know, one will be able to somehow update one's operating system mentally. Johan, Adlin, thanks for speaking with me today. Thank you, Shamila. I'm most welcome, Shamila. I've been speaking with Adlin Wong, who is artistic director as well as a composer herself, um, as well as Johan Uthman, who is a composer, research specialist uh, and academic. And we've been talking about Jalo Kita, Chirita Kita. It is a showcase of 14 different classical contemporary compositions inspired by each of the states in Malaysia. It is being presented on the 26th of November by the Malaysian Composers Collective. And for tickets, you can head on over to malaysiancomposers.com. You've been listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.